Boom, shake the room, Fire Nation. I am thrilled to be bringing you an incredible audio masterclass on empowerment through voice. And to do so, I have brought Arthur Joseph, who is widely recognized today as one of the world's foremost communication strategists and authorities on the human voice. A renowned teacher and mentor, Arthur's mission is to change the world through voice. We're going to be talking about some incredible things today, such as seven rituals to help you claim your vocal power when we get back from thanking our sponsor. Ready to hire a team, but not sure where to start? Luckily, there's ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So what makes ZipRecruiter so smart? It learns what you like. When you post a job on ZipRecruiter and start reviewing applications, your feedback teaches ZipRecruiter's matching technology more about the precise skills and experiences you're looking for so it can invite more people who have them to apply. This helps you quickly get better and better candidates until you find the perfect one. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So Arthur, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. People may see me as an extrovert because I have this rather public platform. But in my own reality, I'm a very introverted private person. I'd rather be in my study reading good books and listening to classical music. But instead, God put this big beaver hat on top of my head and a silver (laughs) baton in my hand with a parade of folks following. And so it's, to be quite frank, this work as vocal awareness has helped me be a far better human being than I would have been without it. And it's given me the structure to be what I've been called to be. So... I'm really shy and private and introverted. Well, that is something that I also didn't know about you. And this is Fire Nation, Arthur's second time on Entrepreneurs on Fire. He simply rocked the mic last time. So I'm bringing him back because the audio masterclass that we're focusing on today is empowerment through voice. And I definitely had you pegged, Arthur, as an extrovert. But, uh, you know, if you say you're an introvert and you would prefer being in a room by yourself, except when you have that beaver hat and baton, of course, I totally (laughs) get it. That's super cool stuff. And Fire Nation, voice is so important. If you've listened to my podcast over you know the last seven years and 2,000 plus episodes, you've connected with my voice. You've connected with the voice of thousands and thousands of entrepreneurs that I've brought to you through this podcast. And it's only becoming bigger and better with Alexa and Google Home and all of these great voice opportunities that are just going to be displayed throughout the world. So I think this is a really important audio masterclass and there's nobody better to talk about this stuff than Arthur Joseph. And I kind of want to start off by talking about seven rituals that help you claim your vocal power. Now you call this the mastery moment, Arthur, and I really want to walk Fire Nation through what this means exactly. In all mastery, in any discipline, one must, of course, integrate mind, body, spirit. And notice I don't say mind, body, and spirit. There are no commas. I write them mind slash line body slash line spirit because that's what I refer to in the work with a capital W as the Trinity. It's three in one. So I don't want people to think they're not all whole. And so to be in mastery, we begin with putting ourselves in stature. We create rituals. 
as you know, I teach a lot of elite athletes. I'm a classical singer by training, teach a lot of artists, performing artists, and one always has rituals. But in the rest of our lives, we don't employ those rituals. I'm here at Full Sail University in Orlando, Florida at the moment, teaching the, in a broadcast program called the Dan Patrick Sportscast, School of Sportscasting. I share that because my course is the first time in any broadcast major in the country, perhaps even in the world, where voice and communication are actually being taught. We've been doing it for a year now. It's astonishing, but that's the truth. People, broadcasters have never learned to warm up, to breathe, to, to really utilize their voices the way you hear me doing right now. And so today I was just teaching and I went through the exercises we may go through today if John wants us to. And we did them well and then they went to speak and they left them back in the chair. <laughs> so the whole point is using this mastery moment in the moment, before you walk into a meeting, before a PowerPoint presentation, before a date, any time that you want to really feel in charge, empowered, sovereign. And it begins with putting oneself in stature. Stature isn't simply sitting up straight. So sit or stand and simply slowly and gracefully from three inches below your navel, pull a thread up through the top of the, your crown chakra, right up through the middle of your head, slowly, taller and taller. And you notice partway through, the first thing your body just did was inhale. The body breathes when we claim ourselves in stature. Then the first of the seven rituals while remaining in stature is to say thank you. Say thank you to God, say thank you to source. I just had a student in class ask me about this. I asked, do you believe in God or source? He said no. So I simply asked him to say thank you. And he closed his eyes, breathed deeply, and became centered and understood. That moment of acknowledgement separates us from the white noise of the moment before and centers us in the moment of our empowerment. Years ago when I was teaching arguably the most renowned motivational speaker on the planet, I would disagree with the basic thesis all the time and I would say you cannot empower people. That's arrogant. But you can help them empower themselves. So we're learning to empower ourselves, to embody our sovereignty, our supreme excellence. Voice is power. It doesn't mean this big bombastic voice. It, it means genuine, grounded, authentic voice. Me being me without asking permission. I need no approbation. So the first ritual is to say thank you. I'll skip the second one for now and go to the third one. And I'd like you to put one hand in the middle of your chest and the other hand, put two fingers, your third and fourth finger right on your voice box, on your Adam's apple. That's where your larynx resides inside of that. And your index finger right at the base of your tongue, just above that. 
And I'd like you to take a nice deep top of the morning breath. It's great to be alive. Deep and exhale. And you'll feel your chest rise. You'll feel your larynx and tongue flex a bit. Now, that's the last time I ever want you to breathe like that in your entire life. Instead, this time, keeping that hand on your larynx and the base of your tongue, take the other hand and rest it gently under your armpit. And wait for me. This breath will take five seconds. And in a moment, I'm not going to ask you to take a breath. I'm going to ask you and hear two very specific words here, allow and love. I'm going to ask you to allow a slow, silent, loving breath with me. Here we go, slowly and lovingly. In five, four, three, two, watch your neck and shoulders. And you felt the chest did not rise, but your rib cage, your intercostals expanded. And your internal and external space are instantly quieter. All because I changed the quality of a breath. Everything in vocal awareness is physiologically connected or I'm blowing smoke. The breath is not only physical, it is also emotional. It is the quickest way to shut us down and to open us up. When we're in trauma, the first thing we do is hold our breath. The root of the word spirit, spiritus in Latin, simply means to breathe. Empowerment through voice. You want to inspire people, inspirare, to breathe into them. The Hebrew word neshama means both soul and breath. So in vocal awareness, it is not merely a breath that we're interested in. It is the quality of the breath. Because also we're creating new neural pathways. And we're entering an area of evolution that I call conscious awareness. Not just awareness, not just consciousness, but tuned in 360 intra, interpersonally to the best of our abilities at all times. Are you still in stature, by the way? This dowdy old man is still in stature, so if I can be in stature, you can be in stature. <laughs> Arthur, I'm going to jump in here. So Fire Nation, we're going through right now the seven rituals to help you claim your vocal power. So far, we've gone through a couple here. And if you want to gain the rest of these seven rituals, we're not going to go through them now because we have other things we're going to be chatting about. But you need to go and find Arthur Joseph and consume this content so that you can claim your full vocal power through these seven rituals. Now, it's 2019, Arthur, and entrepreneurs, they are looking to start businesses using their voice, using their personality, using a lot of different things. And you do believe in the vocal business brands, how vocal power can actually be earning power as well. Tell me that again and see a period after earning power as well. How vocal power, pick it up again with the conscious loving breath and say it again. Vocal power is earning power. Now underline the word earning or words earning power and put an exclamation point at the end. Vocal power. Vocal power is earning power. You see how we can play with that? They could, because that's another piece, visceral language. And your audience just heard you became more intentional. You felt that, of course, John. Absolutely. What we begin with to integrate our brand is create your persona statement. The root of that word persona literally means 
through the sound. So we identify, how do I want to be known? What, how am I going to be compelling? How am I going to get people to hear what I want to say and to believe and trust what I have to say? So it begins with your persona statement. So you write out, this is how I want to be known, period, end of day. Then you practice. You record yourself a lot. John is such an integral man. We spoke once some time ago, and his passion, his integrity, it comes through because John walks his talk. For those of you who are beginning, this is earning power. I train, it's interesting, I'm working with very high-profile entrepreneurs in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And they have a real estate investment fund that they are raising hundreds of millions of dollars for. These men are clearly already successful, but they brought me on board because they know there is more to learn. Because this next fund they are launching in March, their third fund is the biggest of all. So they are learning to breathe. They are learning to slow down. If I say to you, it's really nice meeting you all today. Thank you so much for being on my podcast. That doesn't say anything. It's white noise. Thank you so much for being on my podcast today. This is what we're going to talk about now. Thank you so much for being on my podcast today. This is what we're going to focus on for the first minute or two. Observations, John, of what I'm playing with, please. I can just see how you're emphasizing certain words and using silence as well to kind of draw people back in to really emphasize the words and make sure that people are present in what you're saying. Sociologists say the greatest fear in society is public speaking. That's completely bogus. The greatest fear is owning our power and fear of abandonment. Throughout our lives, people say to us, you shouldn't act like that. What would people think? Oh, that's arrogant. You shouldn't say it that way. So if I say to you, vocal awareness is extraordinary work. It can help you change your life in moments. Now that's stupid and arrogant. But if I say in response, vocal awareness is extraordinary work. It can help you change your life in moments. That's not arrogant. That's my truth. And I do not need your permission for my truth to be true for me. So when you start to do this, write out your talking points, not just bullets, but write out an opening paragraph that is the theme of your show, for example, and practice reading it. There's an important piece of the work, and John noted how I emphasize. It's called visceral language. I'm a singer. I look at song, and the music tells me everything to do, fast, slow, loud, soft, everything. We look at words, most of the time we don't even have written word, and they don't tell us anything. Because speech is habit, we want to break the habit. This is mastery. This is earning power. So you have your stature, your breath, your thank you, and the rest of the things you will learn when you go further into the work. And now you have your persona statement, 
you have your conscious awareness. I am always listening internally. And I see everything I say on the virtual computer screen in my mind's eye. To be, to fulfill your vision for yourself, obviously you first have to write out your vision. And a dream, and I'm, not, I'm not interested in making your dreams come true. I'm interested in helping you fulfill your vision. That's something we can see. All the dreamer does is dreams. But I created a character in my first book many years ago called The Pragmatic Visionary. The Pragmatic Visionary works to make the dream a reality. So you write it down. And you create quarterly goals. To achieve those quarterly goals, you have to create weekly goals. To achieve the weekly goals, you have to achieve, create daily goals. I was just reading one of the Hall of Fame speeches in the pro, for the Pro Football Hall of Fame I wrote in 2010 for a man named Emmett Smith. Emmett became the all-time leading rusher in the National Football League. He ran over 17,000 yards in 13 seasons. I believe it was 13 seasons or more. And in the first page of his Hall of Fame speech, he said, in my rookie season, I was 21 years old, and my goal was to become the all-time leading rusher. And so he had to set a game plan to do that, and he knew that it would take require longevity. For longevity to be, become true, he had to stay healthy. He only missed, I believe, six games in 13-plus years. Wow. So he had a game plan. What is ours? Here's where I am today. Where do I want to be one year from now, and how do I get there? And Fire Nation, this is something that we talk about a lot on the show. It's the vision, and then it's the steps along the way to actually achieve the finality of that vision. And then, of course, what's next? Because that's not the end of the journey. That's still part of the overall journey. And if you think that Arthur's done with his vocal value bombs, you're wrong, Fire Nation, because we get a ton more coming back after we thank our sponsor. Fire Nation, I'm here with Ian Siegel, the CEO of Zip Recruiter. And Ian, it seems like ZipRecruiter is constantly optimizing and looking for new ways to help employers. What's a recent product feature you're excited about? The number one pain point for employers is finding qualified candidates. Everybody gets a bunch of candidates when they post a job, but it's really difficult to find qualified candidates. And one of the things that we discovered at ZipRecruiter is that when you get 30, 50, 70 candidates, sometimes it's hard to go through every single one of the people who applied and make sure you give them appropriate consideration. We built a feature at ZipRecruiter called Great Match. And what that does is straightforward. Our algorithms go through all of the applicants who apply to your jobs and sort the very best matches right to the top. It makes it trivially easy to see who the best applicants to your job are and to make sure you never miss a great candidate. 
Fire Nation, we can get to that finish line, but can you make the right decision when you're there? Because even after you filter out unqualified candidates, you can still get dozens of qualified ones, and reviewing even just a few can take a long time. Great Match is almost like having a personal assistant to prioritize the best, because you don't need to review all your candidates, just the best ones, and you can do that with ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter takes a lot of the pain out of the high process. It starts with their powerful technology, which scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right skills, education, and experience, and actively invites them to apply to your job. Then, as Ian said, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a great match. It's no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. based on Trustpilot ratings of hiring sites with over a thousand reviews. And right now, Fire Nation, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash F-I-R-E. ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So Arthur, you mentioned before the break that public speaking being the number one phobia of Americans is an absolute bogus myth. So I do want to talk about that a little bit because a lot of people in my audience, Fire Nation, they want to present, they want to give speeches and keynote and keynotes and talks, and they want to be presenting in front of a lot of people. But you really talk about the danger of presentations and what we should do instead. Talk to us about that. Brilliant. Thank you, John. In the back of my latest book, Vocal Leadership, Seven seven Minutes a Day to Communication Mastery, there's a glossary of root sources to words. You look up the word present, presentation, it means to introduce formally, to bring before the public. That's literally what the word means. You look up the word perform or performance, And that word literally means to carry out, fulfill, to do. We've merely misconstrued. We think we're making presentations when in point of fact, every public event that you were presenting at, that you were standing in front of people and communicating with them, for them, to them, is a performance because someone is watching or listening. And so to do that, when I shared... Vocal awareness is extraordinary work, and I shared it a different way. The second one was not arrogant. It was genuine. It was me. So I teach a lot of elite athletes, a lot of superstar performers. In the moment of that competition, in the moment of their performance, there isn't anybody thinking on that stage, I hope the audience likes me. That athlete isn't thinking, I hope I'm doing my teammates approve and my coach likes what I'm doing. They are what I call hubristic. It is the world according to me, just like it is for an infant. Hubris, we've been taught, is negative because it means blaspheming the gods, extreme arrogance. We don't ever want to be hubristic, but in vocal awareness to own our power takes a lot of self-confidence. Self with a capital S, by the way. Self-confidence. Because we've been taught all these other things, implicit, explicit, throughout our lives. So years ago, when I, when I turned 73 years ago, one of my dear clients gave me a book called The Audacity of Hoop. And as the cover art has 
picture of President Obama on the cover in the Oval Office in his jacket and tie holding a basketball behind his back. And it's his presidency in his life through the prism of three-on-three pickup basketball, which he loves to play. And John, in his note to me in the book, said, thank you for introducing me to the audacity of voice. And I said, John, to be audacious, we first have to believe in our own possibility. And so you look up the word audacious. It means fearlessly daring, bold, intrepid, courageous. In my work, I know because you are tied in with John that you are champions, not in sport necessarily, but in life. Because I'm always teaching that a champion does it differently. Notice that last word underlined? Differently, period. You look up the word champion, it is not a sports-centric word. What it means is dazzlingly skilled in any field. So to to achieve that takes a tremendous amount of practice. Set up your video camera at home and practice. Write out that PowerPoint presentation and read it at home. Don't have to memorize it, but you have to embody it in conscious awareness. If you don't know what you're saying, if you don't know how you're going to get there, you're going to lose your confidence, your power. You're going to start to speed up. Your rhythm, your breathing will be out of sync. The wheels quickly fall off the bus. And I was letting myself come up for air because John is so polite. He lets me go on for days. John, would you like me to say more? Or do you want to interject here? I think you really did a great job encompassing what I wanted Fire Nation to get from that. And Fire Nation, if you need to go back and realize what the danger is of doing presentations and what you should be doing instead, please do so. Because this is critical, critical information that Arthur's sharing that is going to benefit you for decades and decades to come. And I kind of want to take the ending part of our time together here, Arthur, and talk about some things that you've learned. I mean, you've coached Angelina Jolie, Sean Connery, Ernst and Young. You've coached people in the NFL. You mentioned Emmett Smith and so many others. What are a few things that you've learned from coaching people like I just mentioned? They work harder and smarter than anyone else. They overcome whatever personal fears, anxieties may part of our journey, encumber them from time to time. It's a concept in vocal awareness. They embody a concept, John, in vocal awareness that I call surrender. That means to yield or to give back. You all, each and every one of you, know you've been called. John knew years ago, without my even asking, he'd been called. (laughs) And John didn't hang up and say, sorry, wrong number. When you know you're called, we have to surrender to that calling. We do not get to be the corks in our own bottle. So these individuals really not only had this aspirational drive, they then put in the work ethic. They then created a work ethic and a discipline, which means, by the way, teaching or learning to support their vision and their drive, day in, day out, no matter what happened. 
And that's one of the most important pieces of information that I could ever share with you. Do not let anybody deter you from what it is you feel you're called to not just do, but whom you're called to be. We're all here to make a difference. And if you block it, the world will not have it. So getting to be in John's world, it's so moving to me to when, when I knew that you had reached out again, because you're passionate, you're integral, you inspire, and your listeners simply need to take a page out of, their, out of your playbook but and also all the many other wonderful people that you have on your show. But today, I tried to embody both the, the spirituality, the mindfulness, with the beginning, some real boots-on-the-ground, pragmatic things you must do to fulfill what it is you say you want to achieve. So, Arthur, in these conversations with you, it always brings me back to the fact that myself, like everybody listening, you know, we all have a lot of shortcomings. Like I have a lot of shortcomings, but one area that I do excel in is I'm always trying to find somebody who is at the top of their game in an area that's really going to benefit me today, tomorrow, for years to come and learn from them. And I see a lot of people who struggle staying in the game successfully for a long time or people who don't search out those people in their vertical, in their niche that are just the top of the game and are crushing it and continuing to learn from those people. And Arthur, in my game, you know, which is the voice game, which is trying to share a message and inspiration with, you know, the millions of Fire Nation listeners around the world, like you're at the top, you're the guy. And so that's why, again, I have shortcomings, but one of my places I excel at is I'm always going to be spending the time and energy to, to connect with people like you and to learn from people like you. And I hope, Fire Nation, that you implement that in your vertical, in your niche as you go forward and whatever passions and curiosities that you have. And a couple of things I want to repeat before we take this home is what Arthur just said about people like Angelina Jolie, Sean Connery, and the NFL football players he's worked with. They work harder and smarter. They put in the time and the effort. And this phrase that you used, I just loved it so much. You need to answer your calling, Fire Nation. Don't be the cork in your own bottle. When Arthur said that, I was like, yes, I see so many people being the cork in their own bottle, and I just want them to stop. So Arthur, with everything that we talked about today, bring it home for us. What is the one thing you want to make sure that our listeners walk away with from all of these value bombs? Take time to listen to this podcast over and over. To claim who we are can be scary, daunting, intimidating. So please, in the sanctity and privacy of your space by yourself, with a trusted partner, loved one, take time to commit and take small steps. Take them consistently. Because the bottom line in this work is to be here for yourself. Don't let anybody take you off your game. Be here for yourself day in, day out. And no matter what happens, do not stop believing in your possibility. Arthur, if Fire Nation wants, where can they find more about you? My website is arthur at vocalawareness.com. And I 
this with my birthday january 23rd began my 54th year of vocal awareness and i've just launched my first ever certification course because this is my legacy time and so i'm actually looking for people who would like to truly deepen in vocal awareness and perhaps ultimately teach it and so that's there you go to my website you'll see a TEDx talk you'll see lots of wonderful articles and my books and other DVDs and things but I also answer all emails so they go to my team and then they forward them to me I am here for you at all times to the best of my ability so do the work with a capital W team do the work fire nation and you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with and who have you been hanging out with so far well that's aj and jld so keep up the heat <laughs> if you head over to eofire.com and you type arthur in the search bar this episode with all the show notes and all the links that we just mentioned are going to be in that show notes page but like i mentioned arthur came on earlier and he did an incredible episode with us. And so I want you to go back and listen to that one as well. They'll both be popping up when you just type Arthur in the search bar at eofire.com. So go to the show notes page, consume this content, go to the links, go check out a certification, send him an email. It's going to get to Arthur and he will reply to you, Fire Nation. And Arthur, I want to say thank you for sharing your value bombs with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. God bless and thanks a lot, John, for the opportunity to share. Fire Nation, the last thing you need when it comes to hiring a team is trying to figure out all the different places you need to post your job so the right candidates find it. Luckily, there's one place for that. Zip Recruiter. Post your job with one click. Then their powerful matching technology scans millions of resumes across this network of hundreds of job boards to find the right people for your job and actively invite them to apply so you get qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try Zip Recruiter for free at ziprecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.